is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our producer extraordinaire. He's loving all this hardball, illegal scouting drama. Just smiling. I'm like, are you sure that's Connor Stallions in a CMU coach's gear set up on the sidelines for Michigan State and CMU? And Superfly is going... Well, McElwain was on Harbaugh's staff. The coach, in a disguise, had a visitor's sidelines pass, which is only given to people by and connected to the team. There was no recording device. But John Vanderwall, who will join us later to talk about the Tigers offseason and the World Series, says there are sunglasses you can buy that have cameras on them. Can someone just confirm it's him or not him? That's all I'm looking for. Matter of fact, in all these allegations... If they're true, then Connor Stallions and Harbaugh or anybody else who knew at Michigan will deal with the punishment. But the longer this keeps going with Twitter and college football reporters, and there's nothing confirmed. Even McElwain, after they beat Northern Illinois last night, just called him the sign-stealing guy. Really? Yeah, I... Hey, how you doing? I'm Bill Simonson. That's my friend Connor. We just call him the sign-stealing guy. So if he's within arm's length of you, Jim McElwain, and you see somebody with sunglasses at night, flashback, old school, 80s song, Corey Hart. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can steal the signs, give them to Jim. Man, I'm a pretty good singer. I am. I got a good voice. I've had a lot of ladies say when I sung that Luke Bryan song like my pickup truck, they're like, you should be a country singer. I'm like, thank you very much. So can I get get some confirmation? Can someone just say that was Connor Stallions on the sidelines? Because that's an obvious confirmed, the first confirmed 
illegal scouting, minor violation, folks. We have to remind everybody that Harbaugh is not going to prison and Connor Stallions isn't going to prison. These are minor violations with the NCAA. I'm just thinking if that dude is smart enough and slick enough to sneak in to a college football sidelines, you know everybody is scouring every video of every Michigan game, these reporters who are out for blood. Paul Feinbaum now says, a couple of weeks ago I supported Harbaugh. Now the Big Ten and this could be a major should step in before this could be a major embarrassment. First off, I'll say, can anything be worse than what we've dealt with the last 10 days? Every day there's a new twist in this story. College football playoffs said it uh, when the rankings came out last night. Somewhere I read the quote that that's an NCAA issue, not college football playoff. They're separate entities, folks. Well, the Big Ten should step in for what? A minor violation? Don't allow Michigan to play? Oh, he can't get an NFL job. They're going to keep him away for a minor NCAA violation? I just need to see the evidence and the proof before we set up the end of Jim Harbaugh as we know it because, like I said yesterday, things are conflicting. Santa Ono sending out a support of the team. Board of Regents and Ward Manuel and Santa Ono are working on one of the biggest coaching deals ever. So if there was these smoking guns, even with Connor Stallions on the sidelines, because if he did it on his own, well, Harbaugh would have to know. Not with that outfit that no one can figure out. I don't think it's him. He's bald in one photo. He's got sideburns and hair on the Michoud sidelines. But then Jim McElwain says, well, we're looking into how he got a pass. Uh, No. Harbaugh hasn't seemed nervous talking about this. McElwain seemed really nervous after that CMU win over Northern Illinois last night. He seemed nervous from that soundbite. But nobody, nobody has confirmed it's Connor Stallion. Nobody. Well, he had a... He had a disguise on. Oh, now it's disguises. It's ball boys flashing signals. It's a vast network. I, I will say this, that if it is him, on that Spartan Stadium sideline in CMU coaches gear, he is one slick dude. So the question remains what I said on day one of this story on the huge show across Michigan. Who knew, and when did they know? Harbaugh will pay a price for being the head coach because somebody on his staff did this, if it's confirmed. Who else knew? There's a lot of assumptions because it's Twitter, and you got to believe everything you read on Twitter. Well, if he was doing it, he sent him, and he knew. Mm. I want you to think about this for a moment, including the Michigan State and Ohio State fans listening right now, both of you that remain listening to this show. 
might be three. My bad. Three combo Michigan State, Ohio State fans that actually listen to me. Do you think Jim Harbaugh would send a $55,000 a year staff member to go undercover as a CMU sideline guy to scout a team that was projected to fight for a bowl spot. Hmm. Really? You think Jim Harbaugh would risk everything he's built up for Connor Stallions dressing up like a CMU staff member. Because there are questions. If it is Connor Stallions or whoever it is, because they haven't just identified a coach, they could say, oh, it's Bobby Chuckles. He lives in Alma. He's an assistant, you know, graduate assistant. They have not given a name out. Because I'm guessing here, and again, speculation is what's running this entire operation right now. And I'm talking about the story. If they come out and confirm it's Connor Stallions, they're admitting that somebody connected to CMU, gave him coach's gear, gave him a sideline pass, which violates NCAA rules. So I guarantee CMU has lawyers. Everybody has lawyers. Matter of fact, this entire story's out of order. If it's true, you're Connor Stallions. You have the footballs to go to your rival stadium on the sidelines with CMU, which did Connor have an end with McElwain from his days, his short stint at Michigan? I don't know. This is where it's all speculation. I will say... In the end here, Harbaugh isn't being banned from coaching in the NCAA because of this. Unless you can prove he knew. Paul Feinbaum, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, wait a minute. It's the ESPN family of networks because they don't carry Big Ten football anymore. Oh, wait a minute. We carry the SEC. Hey, we're not going to talk about Tennessee. And 200 violations, we're going to go after Harbaugh. I'm telling you, between cheeseburgers and bad disguises on the sidelines, he should be banished for life. Has anybody been shown the evidence in this public court of opinion? Anything connected to Connor Stallions. Why hasn't he been fired yet by Michigan? He's still on the payroll. The court of public opinion, I shall read the final judgment from the court of public opinion. Those on Twitter... And those who chant, go green, go white, and OSU inside stadiums have declared 
that Jim Harbaugh should be given lethal injection at the Fort Wayne Correctional Facility and that Connor Stallions shall be banished to Australia, which once was a British prison island. We, the court of public opinion, we revere Twitter for what it is. It is a bastion of truth. So somebody can sign up with a fake name and a fake email address. It's still the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us all who have a Twitter account. Again, to review the findings, Jim Harbaugh can no longer live on this planet. Connor Stallions shall have his eyes removed so he can never steal signs again. Sincerely, the judge, the jury of the court of public opinion. This is ridiculous. I had Cindy Rasmussen. She's the wife of Mark Rasmussen, and they're both retired, so she gets a lot of time on her hands, and all of a sudden, since the Mel Tucker story started listening to my show, which I welcome any new listener. But when a retired wife has time to text me on every question, and then this morning, she goes, you're not returning my text. And I'm like, I'm not married to you. Text Mark. She goes, do you think Jim Harbaugh's in big trouble? And you think Urban's coming to East Lansing? I'm like, no and no. She goes, you're blinded by your love of Harbaugh. I go, no, I'm not. At the end of the day, what's being, what's being alleged are NCAA minor violations. You can't just make up rules as you go along because you want to hammer Harbaugh. And then she goes, well, I think Urban's coming. And I go, really? No talent. He's going to show up with Washington, Oregon, USC, and UCLA joining the Big Ten. He's going to jump into this conference with no talent. I don't care if it's $15 million a year. I don't. Well, there's a transfer portal. No. No. He's, he's not coming. I like the Lance Leipold idea, the Kansas coach, and what he's built up, right? Buffalo, Kansas, Buffalo in the MAC. I, I, I love that. It just upset Oklahoma last weekend in Lawrence. I like that idea. So, again, CMU has started an investigation. How many more investigations do we have going on right now? My God. It's been the fall of investigations. How hard is it? I, 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 now I'll, I'll, I'll point to CMU. How hard is it to look at video on everybody on the sidelines, identify names, and say, we don't know who that guy is? Just say that. We don't know. We can't confirm uh, unless you have somebody who said, hey, Connor Stallions wants to 
wear CMU coaching gear, wants to be on the sidelines, has a disguise. <laughs> do, you, do you hear this, what we're talking about? Oh, he's guilty. That, and then everybody on Twitter, I post three pictures of Connor Stallions. I go, I don't think it's him. And one guy goes, look at the ears. And I go, do you look at ears for a living? Unless you're an ear doctor, I don't want to hear from you. It's crazy, man. And ESPN, again, the SEC network. ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, Paul Feinbaum calling for basically banning Harbaugh and or Michigan from the Big Ten championship game or college football playoff, you have to have a lot more than this. And if it is the lone wolf Connor Stallions on his own, because I don't think he would be talking to people if he's going to pull off allegedly what happened on that sidelines with CMU. Who would he know if it is him? To get a visitor sideline pass, because I've been on a lot of sidelines, and you can't go between these boxes, which are where the teams are at, right? You have to go around them. I, I just don't. I, I, if he has this vast network. Another thing I thought, what if it's not him and one of those buddies from the military that he sent along? Because I look at the hair, and it doesn't look like a wig. Right? It doesn't. So, can somebody just tell me, was that Connor Stallions on the sidelines and not somebody from Twitter? Can somebody show me some evidence that has been reported? Because if that evidence was that smoke and gun, then why would Michigan and the Board of Regents 7-0 vote to give Harbaugh what may be the biggest deal ever given to a Big Ten coach. Why would Santa Ono send out a tweet of support? And I just told all of you for the last three months that there isn't a lot of public support for Harbaugh. But now there is. And I'm talking University of Michigan, his own backyard, his employer. A lot of this doesn't add up. It doesn't. My first thought was, well, that's not Connor Stallions because it seems to be a little bit shorter than the other. Again, I'm trying to decipher it through pictures. But if he has these friends, he was sending the stadiums. And in the end, who knew what Michigan and who knew what when? But I'll state this. If this is all true, Jim Harbaugh will be suspended for a certain number of games based on how many times this happened. He will. Because Connor Stallions is on his staff. Doug Skeen from the Michigan Football Podcast that you can hear at thewolverine.com. He does it with Chris Ballas each and every week. He has his own opinions on this Harbaugh situation. And Skeen, who won five Big Ten championship rings in the late 80s, early 90s, he'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Imagine this. 
winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesday broadcast presented in part by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Remember, you can watch all the playoff games for football Friday and Saturday. We got soccer semifinal action tonight, state championships on Saturday, fall sports on demand, and more. Just go to MHSAA.TV. That is MHSAA.TV. So Superfly walks in during the break, and some of that video of the alleged Connor Stallions on the CMU sidelines in CMU coaches' gear 
for the Michigan State game that there's one video of him leaning over and you see a blue light coming out of his sunglasses. So is it one of those high-tech cameras? But how do we know it's Connor Stallions? We don't. There's no confirmation. Forget Purdue, Michigan. Forget the college football rankings. Each and every week, Doug Skeen will join me for a new segment called Is That Really Connor Stallions? (laughs) Stop. Please, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord, this entire season. Has been this uh, skein. I it's crazy. Or the, the Zapruder film didn't get broke down that much by the public. Yeah, this is uh, this is reaching new. This is reaching new ridiculous atmospheric levels here, mm. Bill, and it's comical. Where are you at on you know ball boys spying on uh, play calls per Pat Forty, a Big Ten school, told him from Sports Illustrated to. Trying to figure out if that was Connor Stallions on the sidelines. Jim McElwain is very, uh, well, the sign-stealing guy seemed nervous after talking about it last night following their win against Northern Illinois to what's been out there. And then on the flip side, to the real info we know, Harbaugh is set to get one of the biggest deals ever approved by the Board of Regents and Michigan administration. And Santa Ono sent out that tweet of support. So, uh, again, what I've been doing from day one of this story, Doug, trying to figure out fact from fiction. That's the most uh, difficult challenge for us all because it would be great if we just do the facts. But just when you think you might get some kind of reality, the latest uh, fuzzy film from some weird-looking dude on the sideline comes out, and they can't really tell who it is. Bill, I... You know, you asked the question about ball boys and stealing signs, and, and that just, you know, brought back a memory of many years ago when you know, the opposing team always has a ball boy standing on your sideline to grab the balls and get them out to the officials, et cetera, when they come on and off the field. And our coaching staffs were always aware of these people hanging around, and they were always protective of what information we were sharing and how it was going on the field. So it goes back to what I told Ballas in my podcast last, last week with him is that if you're not changing your signs up and if you don't have a system built to throw some dummy signs in there and some curveballs to keep your opponent honest and, and not think that they should invest in stealing your signs, and that's probably a good deal of your problem. That you're not in, you know, you're not having an, a complex enough system to keep your opponents from figuring out your signals going on the football field. I I think a heavy responsibility lies in these coaching staffs across the country that don't do enough to protect their communication out of the field. And so I keep going back to that, and then I keep saying to Ballas, and and, the same thing with you, it'd just be nice if we knew the facts, but it, it seems like we're a long way away from knowing what those are and what those are not. And the damage done, though, the PR hit, the Paul Feinbaums, the Stephen A. Smiths, I know they get paid to give opinions just like I do and you do with the Michigan Football Podcast. But I I think the guilty until proven innocent moniker is already there with Harbaugh and Michigan football because of Connor Stallions. Yeah, it it certainly feels that way, certainly. And and there's enough, well, obviously there's enough of opposing fan bases and opposing uh, trailing media for the different schools that Michigan plays every year that have plenty of motivation and desire to see Michigan fall. 
and take Michigan down from what is going to be, you know, has been a very good season and could be a great season, a historical season. So there's plenty of enemies for Michigan football, and there always will be. And that's what makes this even worse because, as I keep saying, the guys on the field, and Trevor Keegan said, you know, I read his quotes the other day, that, you know, they're, they're trying to keep their heads down and doing what they set out to do as a, a group of young men trying to go win the big, big trophy in this season, and they've done everything asked of them. And it seems like every time they, they stick their head outside of Schumacher Hall or look down at their phone, there's someone else telling them that they've done something wrong, that they're part of a program that's cheating, and, and uh, they're not doing it the right way. And, and I can only imagine how motivating that is for all these guys. And then the college football playoff comes out, and, and they got Ohio State and, and Georgia ranked ahead. I, for me, I think, I think quietly, this is probably all really good emotional motivation for this football team inside the walls of Schembechler Hall. Well, Josh McDaniels being fired late last night, Michigan time. The GM cleared out the offensive coordinator, Antonio Pierce, the former Giants linebacker, will be the interim head coach. Uh, Harbaugh's name is at the top of every list I've seen so far today. And also, they're going to play Aiden O'Connell, which means uh, the Raiders are going to tank the rest of the season uh, to try and get as high as they can in the first round because it is a quarterback potential franchise QB heavy top 10 uh, that you could remember for decades. And J.J. could be there and Harbaugh could be in Vegas with the Raiders and J.J. joins them in the silver and black. And you know what, Bill, that wouldn't surprise me. You and I have talked about this many times. And because there is, even before all this uh, sign-stealing uh, circus, you know, uh, that's going on here in the last few weeks, I, I felt like Jim has probably had just about enough of this, this college football circus act that every coach in America has to deal with. The NCAA was all up in his backside on the cheeseburger from two years ago and making a big, big deal out of that. And I, I just got a feeling that Coach Harbaugh's probably had enough of college football in general and is going to go back and chase that Lombardi trophy. And I keep saying this over and over again. I can't blame him one bit if he takes that leap. And life's about timing that J.J. stays healthy and he's there in the top seven or eight. I think the Raiders are in that spot right now and they announce right away that they're playing uh, Aiden O'Connell, the former Purdue quarterback, because they don't want to win a game uh, the rest of the year. They want to get as high as they can uh, to get one of those franchise QBs and there's Harbaugh in Vegas. Again, it's Vegas. Uh, they're uh, the judge and jury on... Uh, maybe stealing signs unless there's something deeper and darker that is out there that we don't know about. NFL is not going to keep him uh, from coaching, not going to happen. There's lawyers, all that involved. Uh, I know last Sunday, oh, hey, Harbaugh may not be a, uh, a guy welcome in for the safe haven of the NFL. I, th- this hit job, and again, if Connor Stallions acted on his own, he's on Harbaugh's staff and Harbaugh will have to pay uh, the NCAA penalties. If he's aware of any of this or any other assistance, uh, they're gone. Uh, so, you know, there are ramifications if what is reported is true. That's absolutely right, Bill. And, it, and if there's evidence that, that Michigan was actively and knowledgeably out there breaking the rules, then Harbaugh and his staff should pay the penalty for being a bunch of cheats if that's what comes out. And at the same time, whatever happens here in the college level and with Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, 
I got a feeling the Davis family out there in Las Vegas, they want to win football games just like every other NFL franchise. The rules aren't quite the same at the at the NFL level as they are for the NCAA as far as, quote, doing it the right way, considering the history of the NFL and some of the characters that have come and gone through that league to win football games. Of course, we'd all like to think that they're all a bunch of choir boys and, and they all do things uh, so you know with integrity first. Well, newsflash, that's not the case in the NFL, and there's plenty of history to show that. So if Jim Harbaugh gets some interest, there's no doubt in my mind that he will interview, that he will pursue a job, and if he gets an offer, he will take it. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. And so at the same time, this fire in Ann Arbor is going to continue to grow and grow, and it'll just be more motivation for me. It'd be more motivation for Jim Har to say, Jim, to say, I've, I've had about enough of this, and I'm going to the NFL. See you, fellas. And uh, somebody else can deal with the mess. And I think that's part of uh, this PR hit job that if there was uh, just a smoke and gun, I think it would have been leaked by now. And just the timing and how the video comes out in this path they have for almost something, except during the weekends when there's college football, they don't want to overshadow uh, their games, but the NCAA can leak and talk about it. Michigan can't. So at least on a positive, the support of the Board of Regents uh, of Santa Ono was something that was uh, long overdue. And they still have Purdue Saturday night on NBC. And they got Penn State, Maryland, and also Ohio State. And I look at this and I start thinking about Franklin and Day and their public uh, dislike of Michigan, that they're setting it up, that this Michigan team is loaded if they come in and beat you in front of the Nittany Lion fans and Ohio State takes a third straight year, they can say, at least we do it the right way. Yeah, I can already see that, too. Yeah, that, that, makes that me story, puke. That story is coming down the tracks from a long way away. It's pretty obvious. And uh, you know, I can only imagine the pressure, the immense pressure that Coach Day is under down there at Ohio State because we, we all know how – how useful a head coach is there, no matter how many games you win. If you lose one game on the schedule, there's a large chunk of that fan base that has no use for you. Those folks are starting to show themselves pretty strong over there in the last couple of years. And so, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Bill. That's, that'll, that'll, in one way, shape, or form, that'll be the story in the news. Hey, we may have been beaten, but we got beat by a bunch of cheaters, yada, yada. And then we'll argue about this forever. But there's no question in my mind that on the football field, Michigan's got an outstanding team with outstanding uh, units throughout that football roster with their O-line, D-line, and you, you name it across the board. And that's the downside for me, the frustrating part for me, having played there, done that, and gone through all the work, and you go through with your season, with your teammates, and it's supposed to be something that galvanizes you for the rest of your life with good, positive feelings. And now this is going to be a cloud that surrounds these guys for the rest of their lives, and I don't think that's right. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan. He is a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas that you can hear weekly at thewolverine.com. I do agree with your one statement. I agree with everything you said actually today, but the one thing you mentioned, that this will only galvanize this team, put them in a bunker, and when you're going into Penn State, when you got Ohio State again, when you want to get by your – opening playoff game and still take care of whoever is the opponent in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, this could be very good for a team 
that has to find that self-motivation because for the most part, this season has been really easy. I, I, yeah, every time I read a new story, whether it's from social media or one of the national sports publications, and it's something negative or it's a shot at Michigan, selfishly I go, you know what, this is great because these guys in Ann Arbor, these football players down there, this has got to be fuel. It's got to be, Bill, because, you know, again, these guys have been working, and a lot of these guys could have left for the NFL last year, and they came back for this season. And every one of these headlines – is probably an attack and a personal attack on them and what they got going on. So selfishly, in a weird way, I say bring it on. The more attacks and the more shots that, you, that folks take to try to bring these guys down, it'll probably serve as even more motivation. And I would guess here comes Saturday night against Purdue, that's going to be a really tilted result really quickly. And we know earlier in the season, it looked like Michigan was kind of sleepwalking through the first half of some of these opponents. I think those days are long gone because this team's got a collective red ass and they want to prove some things to some people. What happens with Purdue? Easy W, right? I I think not going through the motions, but it it should not be must-see TV outside of the first half. Bill, I think 28-35 nothing at the half. Right. I'm, I'm, and I, uh, I, it's it's the number that it's whatever number they want it to be, right? Yes, and 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 I think the defense goes for another shutout, you know, a Big Ten opponent, and you're talking 48, 50 plus points to nothing, and Michigan goes into Penn State with steam coming out of their ears. <laughs> Doug Skeen, he is a five-time Big Ten champion. Great listen, uh, you're around the Michigan football podcast. With Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Skeener, appreciate your time here on The Huge Show. Thank you, Bill. Go Blue. All right, Doug Yeah, Everyone has an opinion, obviously, on this, and then it's tough for the Michigan fans to listen to Michigan State and Ohio State fans play Twitter cops on this. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Wednesdays presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow all the fall sports live, championships, playoffs, on demand, and more at MHSAA.tv. Want to give a shout-out to anybody in the Grand Rapids area. If your team isn't alive for the playoffs, it'll be a great second-round matchup between Grand Rapids South Christian and Eight of Forest Hills Eastern at Hawk Stadium. Our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. Brett Makita, Buck Gino will have the call. It's the game of the week. Along with the local Fox 17 affiliate, be a big night, Hawk Stadium. Get out there and enjoy high school football. It's supposed to be a little bit warmer, close to 50 as a high-pressure ridge will move through and all that lake effect snow that got the western part of the state Uh, Should melt, clear out, and we'll have a good weekend. I'll be back with next next week's weather forecast in 10 minutes. Probably wasn't the audition I was looking for. Superfly, your your smiley little Connor Stallions is taking down Michigan look is killing me. That look might make Cindy and Mark Rasmussen happy. I told Mark, your wife's retired. That means... You quadrupled the alone time with her. May God help you. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So if you want to get in on the action with the Pistons and the rest of the league, huge offer right here. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for just throwing down $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with a win. Also, with the DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. 
string together multiple bets from the same game, or build your own parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday huge. Pistons and basketball is more fun when you're in on the game day action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers then get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on the Pistons or the NBA only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions, our interviews, our hours, our full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Wednesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Major League record pinch hits in a single season. He still holds that. We're going to talk about the Rangers and the D-backs. Early in this series, it looked like the D-backs were in total control and the Rangers keep doing damage uh, on the road, at home. I picked them back in August, so Rangers look like they're going to win it all. Still got some work to do. John will join us. We'll talk Major League Baseball, the Tigers season and how the Rangers were built, and also uh, the young side of the D-backs. Man, good manager, uh, veterans, uh, guys that they discovered through scouting, and then draft picks that make it to the bigs and explode. Kind of defines both of these teams. We'll get to Max Scherzer. There's, there's a big surprise. Pivotal playoff games, and Scherzer comes up uh, with injuries or asked to pull himself out. We never lived through that at Fenway Park with Scherzer <laughs> and Verlander. Oh, my God, look at the pitching we had there. Anything you could do to stay away from that bullpen. Dombrowski was a wizard outside of the bullpen. Oh, my God. Think about the starters, JV, that in that run with Leland. You had, and I'm talking over multiple years, you had Scherzer, Verlander, Anibal Sanchez, who had a year where he led the AL and ERA, 
Picked up David Price, had Rick Porcello. Look what look what all these pitchers did when they left Detroit. It was amazing. The best pitching staff I have ever seen, starting rotation. I mean, it was unbelievable. How many World Series rings? Zero. Should have had two. Yeah. Uh, well, the the one year where Boston were, you know, they're in control of that series. And that still haunts. Scherzer what said he was tired or something, right? Yeah, that's, that still haunts a lot of people that used to be in the Tiger organization. Like, what he did in that game, he came out when he was tired in, what was it, game four? Where they all he had to do was pitch another inning or two, and they were rolling, and they got into the bullpen, and, and you know what happened. But you just see signs of it again now with the Rangers. He gets traded over there. I, I just, I don't, the guy's been a good pitcher. What, did he win it with the Nationals one year? I guess they won the World Series with him. Right, there. yeah. I mean, he's, he's got one, but. He's been successful. It just seems when the going gets tough, Max Scherzer gets going. It, it really does, and now. Can I put that on a T-shirt? I don't care. Okay, but I'll give you twenty percent. Thank you, I appreciate that. Like but, eighty to me, just like the deals we do. It's uh, it's fair. But again, again, they they pick him up on the deadline, and he's hurt, and now he comes in and throws three innings, and he has back spasms. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do for back spasms in the final weeks of a season. I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's all I'll say is that it just seems like whenever there, there's a lot of. Um, they needed him, and he couldn't. He couldn't answer the bell. And it, it, when things get tough, it just seems like he fizzles out. I mean, it's the second time in the playoffs. Playoffs don't last that long. You got to buckle up. You got to go. And he didn't again. Yeah, that's why. Since the end of their run, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. their run being the Tigers and watching what Scherzer did, what Verlander did. Uh, with the Astros, with Porcello. I think he won a Cy Young with the Red well, Sox. Well, I mean, you look, you look at Verlander. Did, did, no, did, did Porcello win a Cy Young with the yeah. Red Sox after he left oh, the Tigers? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you look at Verlander. You can say what you want about the guy, but he's a bulldog. He's a bulldog he on the mound. He wants the ball. He wants the ball, and he wants to pitch, and he does not want to come out of a ball game. And it, it's a you just look at the playoffs now. You look at baseball now. It's just it's there's a lot of garbage out there. I mean, you have all these propeller heads who are trying to save arms and what are they doing now? These kids. Oh my goodness. Propeller hats Prohel- mean nerds? Yeah. Analytics? Oh, yeah. Then we're going there. Propeller. So they're wearing the little hats with oh, the yeah. propellers. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to change the game. And they have changed the game, and it sucks. It downright sucks now. I mean, uh, when are you, you going to see another 300 game winner as a starter? Probably not. You're talking career. Yeah. Right. You're not going to see it because they oh you hit 79 pitches you're out and there's these pitch limits and I can see that in minor leagues for pitch limits because you want to preserve arms and I, I see that but big leagues when you're making you know 50 million bucks a year take the damn ball take the ball and finish a game take the ball Johnny well, where's the complete game it's not it, it's it's almost it's irrelevant now. It, because of the propeller heads. Because of the propeller heads. And I love that. that, we didn't have arm injuries like they have now. They're trying to save arms and injuries. Well, it seems like now there's more injuries because they've wussified the game for the pitchers. So what do you mean more injuries because they've wussified the game? They can only go a certain amount of pitches. So why would that lead to, you? Would, most would think less work would be Less injuries. But I would dare to fan duel it here and make a bet that there are more injuries now than there were back 
15 years ago. I prefer DraftKings, but you can well, have, whatever. You, you DraftKings, FanDuel, you, you know, you got, you, you got with the fly by your, night fantasy. Fl- I, you, but it just happens. It's it's just it, and it's bad for you're the really game. You're really angry. At I the, am. I am getting panel. angry, and you got a red wall in here, and it's just I'm focused in on it now. On the red wall. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know this was turning into a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio talking Tigers, will get to the World Series. Yeah. I when you're when you see more injuries, I think it's the off season training. I, I don't think pitchers should be lifting as much as they do. It, it, I, there's a there's a limit. There's a balance towards toning and lifting, right? For a pitcher, I'm talking pitchers, not hitters. It's not, not my not expertise, you know. But I knew you know pitchers back back when I played, you know. But the pitchers didn't. I don't know what their off season regiment was, but. It, it's got to be completely different now in what they're doing with these guys because there are too many injuries, way too many, way too many injuries. And it's just not like the Tigers. It's all around the league because they all went after these propeller head gurus who can change the game for the better and all this stuff. And the game's garbage right now. I'm going to be honest with you. It's garbage. Is it coming back the other way? Are, are they, it is. The hitting is. And I. Are, are the analytics. Uh, uh, is there. A realization that it may not be the magical cure-all for every baseball organization. I believe it is. I, I believe it is turning, but this original turn started around t- 2011, where you, where when I was scouting, you could see it happening. Like all these younger generation guys who maybe played a little college baseball or had no sports within their realm. They started infesting the game, and now it's all of these guys, and they, I would say, not and mostly a whole. They've gotten rid of a lot of the people who were um, career guys that maybe were in the big leagues, and then they went on to the front office. You don't see that anymore. But Chris Young, I believe, with the Texas Rangers as a GM, he pitched for Boach in San Diego. That's why I'm kind of rooting for him, um, and, and then I'm a good friend of Boach. But you're talking about Bruce Bochy, the yes. Rangers manager. They're up three yes. one. We'll get to the World Series uh, in a moment. I think his managing of the series and lineups has been spectacular. Same thing with Lavello uh, for the D-backs. See, I, I still believe veterans, leaders, situational managing in the playoffs still matters in baseball. The analytics. To me, I've watched this uh, every game, the World Series, and the playoffs have been really entertaining. That I, the analytics don't appeal to me. It's still a gut on, hey, you know what? Garcia's out. Get your bat ready, right? Or that he feels this guy could have a big game, right? That's what managers are there to do. That's what they used to do. I think Bruce Bochy is still. I, 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 well, Bochy wouldn't come back unless he had full control. And that's why he wanted his own GM above him, right? Well, yeah, Chris was a GM. I believe Chris is a GM. I could be wrong there. But, yeah, he called Bochy and wanted him in. So I know that Bo- Bochy has full authority. So he wanted full, He didn't want uh, GMs telling him, play this guy against well, that's guys, what. But right? that's what happens in most of the league now is that the GM has a red phone in, in the dugout, and they're telling the managers – who to play in, in game? Well, did you ever see the clips from Joe Madden when he was? I mean, that's why he got canned with the Anaheim or the LA Angels now, is that all all of the uh, everything was going on 
in the GM box, and they would call down and say, "This is who we want to pitch." You know, this is your lineup. This and he had so he in had game enough. they would call him. Yeah, tell him put this guy in. Yeah, these are these are the pitchers that are available that day for you. You know, this is the lineup we want. Yeah, and was Connor Stallions working for the Angels? He could have been. He could have been he stealing signs. You know, he 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 has <laughs> that. Like he, he wasn't has he a Marine? And they have a big Marine base out in San Diego. I, I so maybe he was. You know, his dad was in the was movie only, Naked Gun, thirty third and a third as the umpire. It's only a thirty Enrico minute drive. Palazzo. Remember from, Rico Palazzo singing the national anthem? <laughs> but I mean, I think Pendleton down there is only a thirty minute drive to uh, L.A. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I mean, hey, guess what? If I'm Jim McElwain, the head football coach at CMU. And I'm on the sidelines at the Michigan State game. And I see a guy in sunglasses, which, by the way, it was a 7.05 kick, so darkness probably came into play around 8 o'clock. Uh, and I see a guy dressed in our coaching gear, what everyone's wearing, and sunglasses. And if I didn't know him, because McElwain, after CMU's win on Tuesday night action, which is really great for crowd draws, especially in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> uh, that he said, "I well, I, I, if it is a sign stealing guy, which I love how Connor Stallings is that the sign stealing guy? Yeah, that's him. So once you say, oh, I'm, I'm the head coach. All right, we're ready for kickoff, guys. All right, let's go. We got uh, coordinators here up in the box. We got the assistants with the signs, everybody. And I turn to my right, I would go, who the hell are you? Right? If I didn't know him. Yes. He had to be, and he, was, he couldn't even get. You couldn't even get away with that at a high school football game. Standing next, well, he, you could probably in a high school. He game, was but. standing next to the coach. Yeah. So anybody, I've been on a lot of sidelines, and so have you as a as a player on the field. There, you cannot. There are lines. It's a box uh, for football that you can't go inside that box. You can walk behind it because you got to get from one end to the other. There's a box you can't go in. Yeah. If you're media, VIP, recruits, all that stuff, there's a box. Yeah. So he has a pass on. I was looking at the photos. I agree with you. The ears are different. And his hair, he's bald in a Michigan photo from the week before, but he has hair. And then people on Twitter, which, like I said, hey, if you read it on Twitter, it's the truth. Finally, you agree to that. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> that they're like he's wearing a wig. So let me get this straight. Then, allegedly, Connor Stallions is wearing sunglasses, the exact coaching outfit for CMU, and a wig, and nobody noticed that. Who is this dude? And somehow it's connected to Michigan, yeah. and Michigan is stealing the signs for what? Michigan State. That, that Harbaugh two times. Well, you know, they champion. were top 10 team in September. <laughs> no, they, the year before they were. The year before they oh, were. Oh, I. The year before they were. Not that. I just, it, it's. It, they weren't top 10. Yeah, it's, you know, you, know you, you talk about the sidelines when I was, lived in San Diego um, and we both shared the call, the Qualcomm. Um, the old Chargers home, right? Yeah, we used to go, we used to jump on the sidelines uh, of the Charger games with we had big old forty of beer. We got caught a couple times down there, like on the twenty. We're sitting there with our with our with our our Coke, those big Coke uh, glasses. NFL, NFL to get on the sidelines now. It is Fort. Well, it was then game. too, but. We had Trevor Hoffman with us and guys, and they look and go, "What are you guys doing here?" Well, 
we just walked out of the clubhouse and walked down and we walked and we got away with it a few times. But yeah, I mean, it, it's strict down there. And I would imagine it's strict in a college game too. You just can't. Well, like, but McElwain is looking right at him. You're not going to go sign stealing guy. What are you doing here? You know, you're he at, where does he get the exact? So if Connor Stallions is this Navy SEAL black op, Boy, he's okay. really good because he, 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 he got the he got the guard, man. He 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 looked legit. Oh, and then you told me you thought <laughs> that his 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 video recording device was in his sunglasses. Well, you know, is that, is that out of Jack that's Reacher? that baseball technology there. You can put stuff in the glasses. You can, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, you can. Have, they could have a camera in the glasses. There's there's no question they could have. And you, if you see the angle and the, on, t- I'm just the angle I'm, and the tilt of his head, hold on, I'm looking up paranoid. Oh yeah, this is John's picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, the I think this is all garbage. Head. So, so now, so now, people are claiming it's Connor Stallions well, with the wig, with sunglasses, if you t- with a tilt of the head. Well, if you tilt to the left, you get 4K. You get 4K video. If not, it's 1080 when you're straight up. So and, and, when, he, and, when he was on the side, it's 4K. And if you turn to the right, it replays. Yes. To make sure you got the sign. <laughs> Tonight on Jack Reacher, Connor Stallions goes inside Gaza, inside Ukraine. Connor could, Stallions is everywhere. That now, man can solve all the world's problems if he one, can do one what they thing said about he, Twitter, he's doing. Now everyone's showing that anything remotely close to him, where Connor Stallions has been. Yeah, the best, the best Halloween getup. Wasn't it this yeah, year? Yeah, well, he, uh, Superfly Hayes did it. Yeah, I did. I seen that. Yeah, he hung great up those job. signs. Yeah, great job. Yeah. It looked like a lot of people at that party, too. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All seven of you. <laughs> the party I think it was taken before he went to the party. He's showing the empty house. <laughs> and he's saying there's no one at the party. <laughs> That's like the Big Bang Theory, you know, they come down. Yeah, he's like, I think that photo John was taken <laughs> on his way to a party, not at I the know. party. Hey, so you Superfly, how'd your party go? I won the costume contest. That's awesome. How many costumes were in it? One. <laughs> I saw a lot of Super Mario last night, Trick or Treat. Why? Too. I don't Why? know. Why? I think it's an easy costume. It it's is. like parachute pants. I think it's an easy costume. And I saw a lot of 16-year-olds trick-or-treating, too. There should be a limit, age limit on trick-or-treating. You you know, I remember when... 12? Well, I remember... 12. 12. My wife and I were talking about it last night. You know, 7th and 8th grade, you wanted to get with the chicks, so you had to go trick-or-treating. That was a good night, you know. It's dark out. You with chicks. But, I mean, I have to come on. All right. All right, well, John, can I just say something here? At your home, I won't divulge where you live, but at your home, were you on the porch? Like, I was. Yelling at kids? I was, because a couple of them want to take three pieces of candy, and I was like, hey, listen, I get, I told you two. Now, your sticky little fingers wanted three or four. You know, it's pretty uh, cool about pulling up to, to trick-or-treat at John's. Uh, the guards wave you through the guard towers. Yeah, you no. Can, you, were you limiting candy, really? Well, okay, so yes, I was. I was. You know, a couple Tootsie Rolls, maybe a sucker, and then you say, hey, take two, and then the kid's got to sit there for seven seconds and decide what Tootsie Roll he wants or what sucker he wants. Any, blue, red, any or pushback or from the kids towards you on only two? Yeah, well, my wife told me to go in and eat dinner for a little bit, so I need a break. But you're hangry? <laughs> no. No, she, my wife's five five-star cook now. I your got wife? No, I, I meant, like, were you... She said, go eat, so... 
I ate, came back, and uh, we had a good flow for about uh, 40 minutes. We had, <laughs> had 70 trick-or-treaters, you know. I did, I, boy, I'll tell you what, Halloween is nothing but business at the Vanderwall. Well, it used to be, uh, back in the day, my wife would go all out in, in Halloween candy. Big candy bars? Big sucker. I mean, the huge suckers. I mean, just top-notch candy. It was really good. I mean, she so still you loves dialed it. down now to limiting two Tootsie Rolls? Yeah, no. She, roll she, I went out and got the candy, and I got, like, the t- buy two, get one free bags. <laughs> you know. I said, when this is gone, it's gone. We're done. Lights are going out. Doors locked. We're not home anymore. I went to see my mom and my brothers <laughs> and getting into their house. I needed Connor Stallion's help. Their lines are off. I know. You got to have the secret now. Their, their, their side door is never hold on. Their side door is never locked. I know how to get in, right? <laughs> I can't get in. I'm texting my mom and she goes, "Well, Bob will come get you." And I'm texting Bob <laughs> and he, he opens the door like. What's the password? What's the password? Quick, get in here. We can't and let them see you. I go, <laughs> I go, what are you doing? And I see a big bowl of candy. And I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I decided I'm just going to keep it for myself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he says it's too cold to sit out there and pass it out. And I don't want to keep opening the door with all those kids. Well, that's why I stood out on the on the porch there and had the bowl of candy. And, you know. It was it was fun for about seven minutes, and then uh, we started getting a little chilly. And then you know it's always kind of aggravating when you see the older kids come on in, and then they they, they want to grab old. the big suckers, you know. And, and I'm old. like, come on, you're not getting the big sucker. I'll give you a tootsie roll and a little fruit, oh. a little fruit roll up. That's it. You're not getting the big suckers because the little kids like the suckers. It's twelve uh, age limit. I'd start carding kids if they don't got a school ID. Yeah. So sixth grade and below. You know. in middle school or high school, no trick-or-treating. I, I saw a tw- and I saw a driver's ed training car rolling through our, rolling through our neighborhood at peak Halloween. I'm going, okay, who's doing this? What, it's the first time someone's driving, and it's, it's packed. Halloween, Halloween with some snow. Yeah, with some snow, and I'm going to see the driver's ed car rolling down through, and I'm going, are you kidding me? I think and kids are bolting across the street, and I'm like, come on. I think for your eye racing, you should you – should, decal your vehicle as a driver's training car. <laughs> there are people who've done that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting to put on some, some sponsorships. Halloween, I, I take yeah. it you don't like Halloween. No. Neither I do I. I'm not a, not a I think Halloween when I'm guy. a young kid and my kids are young, it was awesome taking them trick-or-treating. Yeah, when they were like six or seven. Exactly. At 12, I think past sixth grade, trick-or-treating should be banned for kids. And any adult who's showing up as one of the Super Mario Brothers... Chances are he can't come within 500 feet of a school. Well, I saw I saw an FHC football sweatshirt, and, a, and the kid had a mask on. He was big, too, and I'm like. Well, you help out, Rogers. Well, it had to have been a freshman, you know, but I would think. But, I mean, it looked like. But they get a I'm bag thinking, of candy. They go, you know, it's Ada. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to say where you yeah, live. Yeah, that's all right. Is that, they go get a big bag of candy. Kids will go do that. They don't have to buy it. They're probably making 50 bucks in candy. They throw it in their bedroom. And yeah, their their family, their mom, no, dad are probably only, limits. only I think uh, we'll, making one point five a year. They you, you and I should do. Candy. I got a good idea for next Halloween, John. You and me, we get we buy an old police car, and we're the Halloween police, <laughs> <laughs> and have a rider truck following behind us. Anyone over twelve, you're going in the truck. You're in the truck. 
Just like the Lions oh. game, I saw that they threw they paddy threw a wagon? lady in. No, it's a rider truck. It was a paddy wagon. It's too late. These two ladies were fighting, and they threw one of them in the in the rider truck and shut the door. I was like, whoa! Did you go to the game Monday night? Did not. Sold the tickets. Uh, that's kind of tough. Are you off the bandwagon already? I am not, but you know, I'm getting I'm getting to be an elder here, and that had been a long night. It'd been a tough. Night Boy, for between me. the long night for the Lions and Halloween on Tuesday. Damn, Vanderwall, how old tough are week, you now? man. Yeah. Tough week. I mean, uh, don't worry about it. We got your back here. I do want to talk about the World Series. That's why we yeah. had you <laughs> come in studio. We got the Rangers up 3-1 and went away from your former manager, Bruce Bochy. We'll get to that in our next segment. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. Uh, also, he's been honored by the West Michigan Halloween Council for his dedication and commitment uh, to trick-or-treating and the celebration well, Halloween is like, like about celebrating like witchcraft, isn't it? Kind of is, yeah. It is. We're no, I agree with you. Uh, age limit for Halloween trick or treating: twelve, sixth grade, sixth grade. You can't after sixth grade. No, bring bring your school ID uh, to my porch if you want candy. There you go. Uh, we'll get to the World Series coming up. You have a Tigers World Series comment. You can join us. On the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Even here, Better Man. Album of the year, Killing Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. This killing time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. nothing to lose. Tickets start at $40, on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Shoot the moon, I did it all. Clip Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on segment two, our number two on a Wednesday statewide broadcast for the radio station close to you all across this great state of Michigan. Uh, go to thehugeshow.net. There, the free stream is live weekdays, 3 until 6. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Former major leaguer John Vanderwall, one of our Tigers MLB insiders in studio. Rangers, game away from the World Series. So in putting together, and we'll talk about the Rangers first, and then the D-backs. Because I think the paths are similar to where the Tigers want to go. Uh, what was the key, or plural keys, in the Rangers now went away from being world champions? Well, they put a lot of money in the offseason in this club. I mean, who was the uh, – they, they had a starting pitcher they got from the Mets. He went down. They had a lot of pitching that they, they went out and purchased this offseason. And did they get Seager, too? So they went out and, and they had – they upgraded quite a bit. They had a lot of injuries, but Boach is a master, and Maddox, even their pitching coach, I think is pretty good. They were able to to keep it alive. Their bullpen was good. Both of these teams only have two or three starting pitching, you know, pitchers. So they don't have a full staff. They rely on their bullpen. You know, what's interesting about Arizona, which I think uh, as a Tiger fan, you're going to see a similar build as what has happened in Arizona is that you went out and they're going to scout, they're going to amateur scout their tails off because let's face it. If, if your amateur scouts are not any good, it doesn't, I I don't care. I don't care how good you think your minor league system is. It's just not going to work. And and that was the problem in years past with the Tigers. Their amateur scouting, in my opinion, was, was well below average. So the guys that they brought in, uh, were not good. The money, the guys they paid money to were not good. And now the staff had to try to make baseball players out of these drafts that did not have the talent to be sustained major league players. And I think that they have done a very good job. There's some really good players now, as you you know, you read in the offset this past summer that there's some position players that have done very well. I think, and I have never seen Jackson Joe pitch. I think he's going to be in the big leagues next year. I just from they had him out in the fall league. He finished his whatever amount of innings they wanted him to get. You just don't do that with one of a first round draft choice. They put him out there. So uh, I think if he does well in Double A and Triple A, he's going to be in the big leagues by July. So. As a Tiger fan, you got to look at the Arizona Diamondbacks and go, hey, there's some promise here. I think that um, Harris has done a great job. 
they have increased I, I, the money they've given to their coaches and the, the money that they're they're giving allowances to each of their minor league teams. So they're doing it the right way. It took the Diamondbacks about five or six years to get where they're at, and they and they needed some luck to get where they're at too. I mean, they were they're a final day, make it into the playoffs, and they kept on that roll, and they're in the World Series. And the one thing about baseball, you can do everything right, hitting or pitching. You can make the perfect pitch, or you can make the perfect swing, and you can fail. So in baseball, the best team doesn't always win, and I believe um, you just you have a, a Diamondbacks team that was on a roll. And to be honest, the, the Texas Rangers went went up and down throughout the year too, and 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 they caught it on the right time too. So well, you mentioned Degrom, the former Met, and he, he he was a big money pickup, got hurt. You know, Scherzer's out now with the back for the rest of the World Series, yeah. along with Adalas Garcia. And they went with their bats because you look, you know, Evaldi's going to be going uh, to clinch it for the Rangers, but uh, Montgomery, Gray, uh, Haney, uh, it's it's not a flashy uh, rotation. They win it with hitting. And they they openly talk about that. And obviously, 11-7 in that game four win last night. So they were the best hitting club or one of the best hitting clubs in baseball uh, this past year. The Diamondback philosophy uh, when I was there was they did not want they want uh, players that could put the ball in play and did not strike out and that's what they're doing now. So both teams put a priority on hitting and they both caught lightning at the right time and got hot and they're in the World Series now. I I hope that Texas wins, but with Arizona they have their two two number ones, or they say they really have two number ones. They're going back-to-back in the next two games. They still have a chance. So, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, you never really want to see a four-to-one. You'd really like to see the World Series go down to the seventh game. Um, for the fans, I would like to see it go down the seventh game, but ultimately I'd like to see the Bochy win, win another ring. So you play for Bruce Bochy, and I think managers make a difference. Absolutely. They, they, the culture, 162-game regular season spring training, Playoff runs, a manager who's been there. Uh, Bochy has one of the great resumes of any modern-day manager in baseball. You played for him. Uh, did you play for him twice? Was it San Diego and San Francisco or just with uh, just with Just with San Diego. Yeah. So what was it like playing for Bochy? Just really relaxed guy. Knew, his, knew the game really well. Uh, told you how it was. That's he was, a, he was a former catcher, so he knew the ins and outs of the game. But former catchers really make... Uh, good managers, don't they? Well, yeah, because they're behind the plate all the time. They can see the whole game. You know, yeah, you Leland, catch the ball every time. Or Leland, just Leland time. could see the whole game and not play Polanco when you could have clinched uh, the division. Uh, uh, don't get uh, Verlander up because you're saving him in that one game playoff or <laughs> the series you never got to. Uh, <laughs> don't start Kenny Rogers after the week off in the 2006 series. Yeah, but that, you know, but that that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what makes sports sports is because that you second guess man. Second guess everything. I you mean, se- it's like you second guess Dan Campbell. Yeah. You doing your luxury club VIP seats? I don't. I have. I mean, he's. They're on a roll here, and, and I, I. I started reading some stuff about Peoples Jones. People, these these guys are way above what we are right now. They're getting. They're getting role players who can come in and and are not only good people but can fit in the system right away and are not going to make any waves. That's what they're doing now. They're way ahead of the game, and and was it's just so much fun to be a Lions fan. I love talking to football. Uh, I can't wait to uh, you know. Hopefully, they're going to win every win the division here and, and have a couple home 
playoff games because we have we have season tickets and that would be awesome to do. My buddy Tyler Pettit told me uh, he texted me after the pickup of Donovan Peoples Jones by the Lions yesterday before the trade deadline. He'll be able to return punts and they can use Raymond Moore in the offense as a receiver. That's another thing. And Donovan Peoples Jones last year with horrible quarterbacks and no Deshaun Watson the whole year. Had almost 900 yards receiving. He averages double digits and catches. I, I think he's an unbelievable, awesome additional weapon. Yeah, and for this team, as a Lions fan, that Monday night game was awful on the offensive side. Was was awful. I mean, they they did move the ball up and down, but they had turnovers. But two three years ago, we lost that game, and we won that game by 12 points. Should have, they should Gibbs, have scored at least 40. You, you points. have to. One thing you have to say though. Jameer Gibbs, he's not buried. No one ever will be buried, but Jameer was outstanding. Is, is a special cat. He can catch oh, the he ball. Is. He can cut in space. He has wheels to turn it on. Uh, you know, they get J-Mo just more reps. Get a, you know, he was it's open exciting. one time on a seam route by six yards and Goff didn't see him. That's, when you cannot be on your best on offense with the Lions – and you still get an easy win. 12 points. And right. You still roll out of there with a W. Yeah. You're 6-2. and two. Raiders fire everybody. Yeah. Right? Fire their GM. Uh, fire their head coach. Harbaugh could be there in <laughs> Vegas with JJ next year. Connor Stallions is already <laughs> over there scouting. <laughs> Connor Stallions. With the new sunglasses. He was on the sidelines with a Raiders <laughs> shirt on and new sunglasses that can videotape everything. 4K. 4K. Glasses. Get them at Vandy.com. Yes, sir. You, all your secret stuff you need. Connor Stallions, tell them what you get at Vandy.com. All right, so uh, Diamondbacks, uh, Rangers, I, I think it ends in five. How long do you think this series will go? I believe it's going to go six games. I don't think that. I, don't, I think they're going to, Diamondbacks are going to win tonight. They're going to bring it into uh, Texas, and I believe Texas will win it. Man, when you look at both of these lineups, I'm being honest. When, and it's all about culture and the right fit and teams coming together. When you look at the D-backs, who were only six games over 500, that, that tells you. They that lost nine in a row in August. The Tigers aren't that, and Tigers are in a, a horrible division, the worst in baseball. The worst division ever. Ever in baseball. 200, 100 lost teams. So, I mean, okay. You're getting a little pump, red-faced. Pump the, pump the brakes a little bit. You're getting red-faced about the AL Central. Pump the brakes a little bit, because if the Tigers were in the East, they'd have lost 100 games this year. They lost, I'm tired they would have lost 100 games. So, so if, they, if they were in the NL West where the D-backs are at right now, how many losses do they have, 90? Yeah, I mean, they're not winning 77 games. I'm, I mean, they're, winning, they're in the 60s. So, so pump kill, the brakes a little you're, bit. You're killing the Tigers. I am killing the, the blend a little play, bit here. Playoff but tickets next year for the Tigers? No. How long before the Tigers get to the playoffs? If they go out and, and purchase two starter, starting pitchers, possibly possibly make a run next year. But you got it's the pitching. It is all in the pitching, and they think their pitching is really good, and I don't believe it is. So it's a couple years. Are they going to go grab two pitchers, you think? No. They will not. You're not being positive about the Tigers. They think that they, I th- I think they, the, think they have the I arms to I think the trick-or-treaters last night poaching too much candy has really consumed you. They didn't poach too much with me, I'll tell you that. But they think that their pitching is 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 solid and that they're going to win with that pitching, and I don't believe that. And I hope well, I'm wrong. that Mize is going to come back and Fajardo, right? Those guys? No. 
Turnbull. I'm just telling you. They think all that's going to come back. They and think it's all going to come back, and they're going to get the the victories that uh, the lefty, uh, what's his name, that uh, they're not going to do. Rodriguez. Opt, that's going to that's opt out. They think they're going to get those victories and more. Mm. And they're and they're looking at the seventy seven games that they won in the Central, and they think they're going to be able to get that again, which they might be able to. But Literally, the White Sox are going to come back next year. They they brought in some some front office guys that are going to turn that thing around. Eighty six, eighty seven, win the division, guaranteed. AL Central next year, probably. I don't know. That that was the that was so much garbage in that division. It was hor. It was absolutely horrible. It, it really was. Was it the worst division you've ever seen? I have ever in, seen in baseball in, in your life. Worst. Yes. And you played in the big league. Yes. And you scouted in the big. League. And I watched. I watched the Tigers in the summer. I didn't in September because it's football season. Um. In the summer, I watched them religiously, and that was garbage. All right, I went to, and before we go, I know we talked about Connor Stallions earlier, and it came up in our conversation. Baseball, the stealing of signs. There's advanced scouting for baseball. Or do they still do that where they send scouts, go to the next series, and scout every game, and you know, give a report. When I was in advanced, we always we always had one guy who could pick signs up. I mean, it wasn't me. I mean, sometimes I'm not bowling with 10 pins and I can't figure that stuff out. But we had guys that could do it. I appreciate so that. Was, that was <laughs> that all they do is sit there and watch. Welcome back to the bowling finals. John gets a strike. He has only nine pins. Congratulations. There that's you go. Tricky. So we, we have one guy sitting there and that's all he's doing is watching the third base coach or watching uh, the man. Stealing signs. Inside. Yeah. And was we, and we had Stallions? guys. His dad, Bobby Stallions, used to be an advanced guy. It was scout. Derek. Derek. Derek Stallions? Yeah. But so you would sit there in the opponent's stadium, yeah, and scout. It's legal. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And if, if, a lot of times you could pick it up because the baseball signs were pretty simple. I mean, and anybody had you do w- some. Was stuff there and, any unwritten rule where you can't cross the line on sign stealing? Yeah, you, you can't bang a trash can. <laughs> 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 you can't. Let's, yeah, you can't bang a trash can, and the manager does. You know, he he, he knows about it. Yeah, you can't bang or have an Apple Watch with a buzzer. You know, they had Apple Watch. Yeah, that's what they were buzzer. doing. They had somebody that could watch the live feed, and they'd have their watch tape. This is what I think they did. And then if it was off speed, you know, they'd send them a text. You know, <laughs> so they knew. I mean, that's. I think that's. I what saw. They were doing. I saw the Apple because you can get the live feed in 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 the clubhouse. So they you, they didn't have the tape delay. They were on live. Oh my god! So yeah, the, the stallions, the new Apple uh, sixteen stallions Apple Watch. That's yep. pretty cool. You can't do that. Stuff. No, and also Apple, if you buy the Stallions Apple 16 watch, free pair of sunglasses, you, they'll send you complete coaching outfits <laughs> to blend in with any team on the sidelines. Hey, uh, Superfly, I know we got to get to a break. It's John Vanderwall. He's a major leaguer. I know we got Mike Knubel, uh, uh U.S. Olympian, uh, NHL star. You know, you know, Knuby. Yeah, you know, he invited me to a golf footing. What's up, brother? Well, he didn't invite me. When when did he invite you to one? About well, seven years ago. Bob. Okay, well, I'm, I'm still waiting for my invite. <laughs> I think I've talked to Knubel on there 15 years. I'm waiting for my invite. Hey, hey, Knubel, hey, what's up? Hey, he invited me to golf outing. Never invited me to one. He's got the Connor Stallions glasses on right now. He can't see you. <laughs> he did play at Michigan. Hold on. What's going on over here? 
What if what if Mike Knoble is Connor Stallions? Yeah, uh, that's just I just they got to get rid of this stuff. Let him go. Let him play. I mean, I I am a Big Ten guy, and to me, they're they're trying to put the, this team down, and I hope that they can overcome it. And I can tell well. you with how crazy soap opera ish this story is going, it's diminishing the impact of what allegedly happened yeah. the more because this connor stallions is on the sidelines really i that i i find that hard to believe or or ball boys would listen in for runner pass and and signal back to the other sidelines that's a heck of a ball boy Ooh. bad boys would steal signs too no no they wouldn't do that you beat them with a bat not that you would ever hit anybody i apologize for that you would approach them professionally and say you can't steal signs. Yeah. Johnny, good stuff. Uh, you say I Thank s- you again for having me I in. I love Rangers it. take care of business. How long do you think it goes? Six. All right. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio talking Tigers uh, and the World Series. Mike Knubel later uh, on this Wednesday broadcast. Remember, you can always join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on Hour 2 on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Remember, you can watch all the football playoff games, all the fall sports championships at MHSAA.TV. Follow all the brackets at MHSAA.com and stay up to date daily at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin an hour three journey together. 19 stations across the state for the one 
close to you or you can listen on the radio, go to thehugeshow.net. The free stream also is there. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world uh, where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer inside this hour, Mike Knubel, former U.S. Olympian, NHL star, played for Red at Michigan, got a cup with the Wings out of East Kentwood's premier hockey program involved with Southside Ice Arena and Byron Center on the west side of the state. Has a son playing at ND, a son at top 25 Western Michigan University. He's a busy man, a daughter also in school and playing dad and going around watching hockey. Uh, Not coaching anymore. Was with the Griffins, the Wingstop Farm affiliate. Uh, The last few years, we'll talk about the Wings and the Griffins uh, inside this hour. If you have a hockey question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Michael, good to have you back in studio. It's good to be here, Huge. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Wings, nice start. Uh, Looking at the standings, 10 games, 6-3-1, leading uh, the Eastern Conference in goals scored. Uh, The offseason, which we talked about last time before the season started, I thought was Stevie Wise best and showing on the ice. Yeah, I certainly, I think, I think for fans to see that, and Red Wing fans, they want to see this Iser plan keep moving forward. It's on paper, it certainly looks like that. I think, you know, I think part of this you can attribute to a power play that was running at 40% for a while, you know, to help them get out of the gate. And it's since come down to earth a little bit, which is understandable. Probably level out, you know, you know, good PP will be in the low 20% range, would be a, you know, spot it might level out at, you know. And so I think that's a big part. Um, and it's been nice to see, you know, the, the emergence of Alex Dabrinkit. And that was a big deal. It's a big offseason deal for for Steve. And, and to see him come off, uh, you know, and, and come out of the gates really well, it uh, kind of eliminates anybody who was thinking, scratching their head on that deal a little bit. But um, and I don't think that, not that there were that many people, but it's always good to see when, you know, you, you sign a, 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 a marquee player and player in their prime and watch them come into a new team and see them do well right the gate. It's always a good feeling as an organization. Yeah, the Brinkat was that you you were hoping if you're a Wings fan that he'd be what you know Stamkos was for uh, Stevie down uh, in Tampa and just you know Larkin and the Brinkat and uh, Lucas Raymond uh, opening up the ice for him and just how how good they look with the puck this year compared to last season. Yeah, I mean you, you throw JT Comper in there and yeah. you know on the back end uh, Shane Gotsaspear and. You know, Cider's getting older, but I think the the one thing DeBrincat does, he takes some of the load off Raymond, off Lucas Raymond. You know, and Lucas came in a couple of years ago as a as a rookie and surprised some people, right? And that's fine. And then sophomore year, you know, how how much are you ready for? You know, when I say sophomore year, I say second because they always say sophomore slump. I wouldn't say he's a slump, but you know, now people are wise to who he is and he gets keyed on and you know, physically try and push him around a little bit, and be physically harder on him, not give him as much space and. You know, whether you're ready for that as a 21-year-old, 22-year-old kid, it's hard to say. So, Dabrinkit comes in, takes a lot of that pressure off. Maybe even, you know, Lucas Raymond's even bumped to the second power play, you know. And so, it's, 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 uh, uh, that's how you like, that's how that's meant to play out, you know. And then you had some more supporting cast. Daniel Sprong scored a big goal the other night on the island. And JT Comfort, uh, I think, uh, either assisted on the game winner. Oh, no, he assisted on the game winner with, had a nice give and go with Lucas Raymond the other night. And so... Those are some dividends coming in, and those are kind of little little steps forward, you know, and to help this process move along. 
And just the fact that, you know, down two zip looking like hey, it's going to be a, one of these road games that, you know, they, they just don't look inspired and turn it on and they come at you so fast and just a solid road win. Yeah, and that, that's what you want to see, that third period fight, you know, and the team and, 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 and fighting their way back. Can you do that every night and do you want to live that way? This team doesn't quite have the firepower, I think, over the long term to do that. I don't have enough guys that, that, you know, those high end guys that can keep pulling that out, but certainly it's encouraging this time of year and, um, certain, probably a game the Islanders would like to have back and, and not give up those, uh, that, that extra point in the standings, but certainly a game when, uh, Detroit got on the plane that night, they felt really good about things and coaches looking around and be like, okay, we got a nice little group here and, and be excited about a home and home series against uh, Buffalo this week. Yeah, almost four goals a game, and Huso has been mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, uh, between yeah. the pipes. Yeah, I think he's been. Yeah, like you said, fine. You know, he's, you know, hasn't been had to be stellar, and hasn't had to be hasn't been hasn't been under par either. So, um, you know, again, all these things will level out. I think you know the ten game mark here, things will start to you know level out, and you see what teams are are, are they are what they are right in the next ten to ten to fifteen games. So, um, but you know, as a Red Wing fan, you can't can't help but. Uh, you know, bring your eyes in and check out the team and, and, and see what's happening and maybe sit down and watch a game and, you know, enjoy watching, you know, NHL hockey in, in the state of Michigan again. Yeah, I, I will say that I'm making more uh, appointments to say, you know, I DVR everything for my show, but mm-hmm. that I'll sit down and want to watch the Wings. Yeah. And it's been a couple of years since I wanted to do that, Michael. Yeah, I know. And again, it's, you know, we're taking a step forward here. It's not, you know, you know, we'll see how things go and, you know, you could be three and six the next ten as well, you know, and all of a sudden you're a five hundred team and is that who they are a little bit more? Who knows, you know? But um certainly came flying out of the gates, which is always good. It's always good to see and and um, you know, I know it's an old cliche. I mean, you're not gonna put yourself in the playoff in October, but it's certainly a good start will carry your uh your 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 team there for a little bit and and you know, and get you to to the Christmas mark, you know, and if you could be in the top couple in your division and the you know top two or three in your division by you know Thanksgiving and Christmas break and then you got and then you have a good fight in your hands the next uh, January February you're trying to get to playoffs you were telling me uh the, the power play which now has gone back from or gone down from 40 percent but still a strong almost 33 percent conversion sure. rate on the power play uh that has surprised you but uh, tell me a player that that really has stepped up early here in the first 10 games where you're like okay Maybe I didn't see this coming this early. You mentioned Raymond uh, going to the next level and moving up on the lines for the power players. or someone else that may have been off the radar for most fans that you may have helped develop or coached uh, down in Grand Rapids with the Griffins uh, that has contributed more than expected in the first 10 games? Well, I think a signing that, that came under the weather, there's probably two guys on defense. Jake Waldman's one of them. You know, but for me, it's, it's Shane Gothenspears who uh, – He's an ex-flyer, so I'm familiar with him, right? He's a college kid, played in Union, and then you know had a really good run in uh, in, in Philadelphia a couple of years ago. Then bounced around a little bit, ended up in Phoenix, and 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 then uh, Steve signed him this summer. And I think his his signing maybe got lumped in the pile a little bit. I think for fans and you know who is this guy? But you know they've actually you know they moved some other players around. You actually see two defensemen on a first power play, which you don't see these days that much anymore. Usually it's four forwards and one defenseman. So you have Mo Sider and then Gotha Spears playing his right flank. In you know he's certainly making it hard for Derek Lalonde about 
about who he wants personnel wise, which is great for a coach. You now I'm now I'm bouncing Lucas Raymond down to second PP. You know now my second power play is getting stronger. We're more of a threat with our second unit, and uh, he's certainly one. Like if things keep going and if this power play that, that was at forty with the personnel on the first unit starts to dwindle a little bit. You know, do you move Cider to the second power play and have Got the Spear run this one? Or, you know, do you have Got the Spear go run the second power play so and move Raymond back? So there's there's options there, but I think he's been a defenseman who who uh has is like I said, his signing got kinda got lumped in the midsummer, you know, not paying attention so much headlines, you know, after seeing the big signing with Debrinkad who took all the headlines. Um, you know, this guy is one who's kinda slid through and has been off to a really, really good start. And I think uh a real, uh, I'm sure if you talk to people inside the organization, they're like, here is a guy who got a little bit more than we thought than we bargained for out of this guy at this point. Mike Knubel, a former U.S. Olympian, NHL star, uh, former assistant with the Grand Rapids Griffins, who we'll get to in a couple of moments, joining us in studio talking wings, NHL, and we'll get to uh, the Griffins in a moment. If you have a hockey question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at one 866 838-4843, that's 1-866-838-HUGE. Griffin's uh, Wings Top Farm Team in the AHL off to a 2-3-1 and one start. Uh, from uh, what you've seen, heard, uh, how does this team look? How many guys are NHL ready in case of injuries? Or who could work their way up to Detroit? Yeah, I mean, again, you've had like Jonathan Berggren up in... Uh, in Detroit, who's a big-time player down here. Austin Zarnak, who is also up in Detroit, you know, of, of late. So you look at their opening weekend, I think, I don't know if they split with Colorado or beat Colorado twice at home to start off the season. I went out to Colorado right away, and it wasn't, obviously, they got swept out there. Um, those are, again, big chunks, you know, that that are missing in Grand Rapids already, you know. So here here you start to get a little bit thin again. And, you know, it's always that thing in Grand Rapids of trying to, you know, uh, um, balance that winning versus playing your prospects and letting them kind of learn on the job. And, and so, again, with a 2-3 and three record, you're kind of thinking, well, maybe that's kind of happening now. They have solid goaltending this year, which was, a, I think, a huge upgrade, you know, in goaltending down there. And... Probably a problem is I think right now the Red Wings are keeping three goalies because they don't want to lose one of the guys they want in Grand Rapids on waivers because he's so appealing, you know, salary-wise and ability-wise that teams that are struggling in goal are, are waiting for somebody to pop on the wire. So that, that might hurt the, the goaltending Grand Rapids too. But, um, you know, obviously John Bergeron and, and Austin are, are, are up, are the, the quick call-ups. Terrell Rosie's another veteran guy that goes up and down a little bit. And then, you know, on defense, I mean, you know, Simon Edvinson's the guy they're waiting for, you know, and, and, and certainly defense has played really well and they've been solid, you know, and, you know, part of the problem having these veterans up in Detroit and, and being a stronger veteran group is it's a more of a roadblock for younger guys. It makes it harder for them to get up there, you know, and, and based on performance. So if the vets come out of the gate and perform, then guys have to plan on being in Grand Rapids a little bit longer and, and, and playing down there for a longer stretch of time. So, um, like I said, Bergeron and Zarnick up there, they're signed to be depth guys like that. Matt Luff's a guy who's injured, too, who would be in that mix, too. He's been injured a bunch since he's been in Grand Rapids and got injured in training camp again. So um seems to be a little bit more on the veteran side than younger players being ready to go up at this point. Griffins, by the way, in Cleveland tonight. You can check them out at home in downtown GR. Go to griffinshockey.com for schedule, promotions, tickets, and more. That's griffinshockey.com. Wings. Playing the Panthers coming up tomorrow night, so they get a 
little decent three-day break here. I know you don't get much of a break, and you're enjoying life right now between uh, your son Cole playing for Notre Dame in the Big Ten and Cam for top 25 Western Michigan University uh, hockey, and your daughter, like I said, also in college. Uh, You've been a busy man. I think uh, you're growing into the top former Michigan athlete becoming an ND fan <laughs> of multiple sports. Yeah. And yeah, you've been seeing a lot of ND football games yeah, it's been, and hockey. Yeah, right? we've been down there. I've been on that campus a lot lately. And uh, uh, same with Western Michigan, seem to pop down there and, and see more hockey than, than football, right, I guess. But um, certainly it's interesting to get down to Notre Dame and see games. And we always saw, we actually saw Michigan down there when they had that great, you know, they were signed and having a contract and having a series, which why they don't play each other, I don't know. But it's, uh, you know, so I've seen, you know, a few more games, probably two or three other games, Michigan down there a couple times. And, and to get down this year, see Ohio State. Pick game was okay. I think it was a 58 to 7. But, uh, you know, it's more to see the kids and, and tailgate. I really enjoy the tailgating, which is a lot of fun and stay right in, right in the area there, right on that Eddy Street area. And it's a pretty good environment and all that. So it's a lot of fun. How's Cole doing for ND hockey? Good. They're uh, they're they're struggling to gain a little traction, you know, with their records. But they open with uh, Big Ten play starts this uh, this weekend at Friday or uh, for, uh, Saturday in uh, at Penn State. I think they're four and three, so swept Mercyhurst last week and um, split with Boston University. It was preseason um, first overall, and then split with Clarkson. So, and the last four, they're three and one. So that's that's good to have a little bit of traction here. Uh, is he getting nice time? Oh yeah, he plays you know second line and in second PP, lots of penalty killing and and so he's learning his way. The points are a little bit hard to come from. They're a little bit harder to come by. They don't quite score a ton of goals, uh, you know, as a program yet. You have some guys, uh, you know, they got to get going, and he's one of them. But he's enjoying himself. He's getting a great chance to play. And and uh, school's hard, hockey's hard, everything's tough about it. You know, it's not for the faint of heart get involved with that program. But he's uh, he's uh, he's doing well. He's got a good chance to play. That's awesome. And Cam, as I mentioned, your other son, mm-hmm. uh, Western Michigan University, you know, top 25 uh, program, I think top 15 last time I saw uh, the college hockey poll. And it might even be like eight or nine right yeah, now. They, I think they went yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they've been uh, flying and they had a great year last year. And uh, your Cam Knubel, part of the Bronco yeah. hockey roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Cam plays on the fourth line there, but... Um, they're as dangerous as they think they were last year. You know, they 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 miss guys. They had a they had four or five guys turn pro last year. And Pat Fershwiler does a nice job of going the portal and they replace players. So I think the scoring doesn't really ever dip. It's funny they score a lot. Sometimes they struggle keeping them out um, some nights, but they can, they can score in bunches. And that's you know they have no problem putting up five a night. You know, and that's little bit uh which is fun you know they can score but you know they end up in the net every once in a while but they're as dangerous as anybody i think in the country right now based on what i've seen out of bu and some of the top teams and and that we've seen in the country western's right in the mix too so these way you know you get the all you gotta do is get to the tournament if you can get in the tournament then you know one game series things happen you get a bounce here or there it's we've all seen in sports it's it's a bounce here or there sometimes Mike Knubel uh, played for America in the Olympics, uh, a ton of NHL stops, an illustrious career, one of the biggest hockey names ever to come out of the state of Michigan, out of East Kentwood uh, High School, joins us in the studio on occasion to talk hockey. Good stuff today, Mike, and my best uh, to the family. Thanks, huge. Thanks for having me, man. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. 
It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. A long bye week for the Michigan Wolverines finally comes to a close this Saturday. A week that should have been discussions over the 8-0 start. The defense that's absolutely suffocating opponents. J.J. McCarthy in a now potential Heisman run. But instead it was marred by controversy and Michigan being in the crosshairs of another potential NCAA investigation. The only thing the Wolverines can do from their players to their coaches to everyone in between is focus on the task currently at hand. The Purdue Boilermakers this weekend. Because at the end of the day, just keep winning and let the chips fall where they may. Four weeks left. Two at home, two on the road for the second half of the season a second half that is for all the marvels and that all starts with their second night game of the season this saturday at 7 30 under the lights at the big house against purdue on nbc huge here for my friends from coppercraft distillery now they're a michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up you're going to want to get hooked up with this honolulu blue a premium can cocktail vodka blue raspberry lemonade this special limited edition canned cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday Freefall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We're ready to head into segment two during this third hour on a Wednesday broadcast on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer and the Stallion Soap Opera just won't end. The connections to Connor Stallions that began with allegations of this vast network of videotaping inside opponent stadiums. That was the first thing. And then along the way, we hear about 
ball boys transferring signals to the opposing sidelines. Now you got the video of somebody who looks like Connor Stallions who was dressed in CMU coaching gear on the sidelines at CMU Michigan State in East Lansing with sunglasses at night with a blank clipboard, no recording devices, even though some are saying his camera could have been in his glasses, which is out of Jack Reacher or reaching way too much. Uh, What's been interesting in the last 24, 48 hours with all these scenarios of Connor Stallions everywhere cheating for Michigan, including ball boys, in the real world, Michigan has stated that they're working aggressively right now to finalize one of the biggest coaching deals in the Big Ten in college football for Jim Harbaugh. And President Santa Ono sent out a very supportive tweet about the team and the people who are there for that team. So you can run with all these so-called journalists uh, who want to connect ball boys or the the film of the CMU game. And even Jim McElwain, after they beat Northern Illinois last night, he's talking about he's the sign-stealing guy. And Clayton Safey joins us from the Wolverine.com. And Clayton, it's like every day... There's some new avenue of allegations connecting Connor Stallions to cheating to get signals. Yeah, and the the CMU thing was one that we had kind of heard about a few days before and kind of knew was going going to come out. Um, and I strongly believe that's Connor Stallions, by the way, in the photos. I know some people are trying to debate whether or not it is. And Jim McElwain basically confirmed that when, you know, if it was somebody on the CMU staff, they'd be able to point to exactly who that was almost immediately, but they're opening a full-fledged investigation into it, how he got on the sidelines. Apparently he wasn't on any of their lists for sideline passes. Uh, And clearly the only guy probably in the stadium wearing sunglasses during a night game. So that's something. And that really signals first, you know, the first absolute violation of NCAA rules, because it still could be a gray area potentially depending how it was funded, which hasn't come out yet if you're going to be sending um, different people to games because it's not actually a staff member in-person scouting. But this would be. Um, this would be a minor violation by Connor Stallions. And like you said, the, the story grows. Um, it's almost, you know, you have to admit it's almost comical uh, at a certain point seeing him in these photos on the sideline. But then, you know, it all kind of plays together when you look at the contract extension as well. Our Chris Ballas first to report that the other day that Michigan is going to move forward with the contract extension for Jim Harbaugh, um, you know, being told from people that, that met with the, the president and regents and all that, that this is being said to, of, of you know, to, to be coming down the pike here immediately, as soon as possible. And I think a lot of people are taking that as great news on the investigation. Um, and it might not be, you know, bad news on the investigation. I think certainly it's a positive. But at the same time, you know, if something further were to come out over the next potentially years that this goes on, they can still do what they want with, with Jim Harbaugh, obviously. So I think it's more recognizing that, hey, we can't wait till the NFL cycle opens up. Uh, we have to get this done as soon as possible. He, he deserves the money that he's going to get as the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. And then you kind of move forward and co- continue to cooperate with the investigation. So you're going to get some national guys out there that criticizing if Michigan signs them to an extension. But really, in my opinion, 
this was long overdue. I think you agree. And um, it, it's kind of a separate issue at this point. And I have been for the last week or so saying, hey, where is the support from right. anybody inside the walls at the University of Michigan? And uh, that contract story getting out there uh, that Chris broke. Also, uh, Santa Ono's tweet, uh, which is the first one in months from him connecting uh, Michigan football uh, to the president's office. And then I, I, I look at the CMU video, dude, and I see hair, not a wig. Uh, I, he doesn't look, you know, John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer, was in studio earlier. He doesn't think it's him. I, I find it. I, 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 I look at it and say, okay, you're a head coach right there on the sidelines. First game of the season. You're within, literally could shake his hand. He's standing up front, not like a guy up to the side or by the edges where you can stand on sidelines. I, I just don't see how Connor Stallions gets in there. I, I'm looking at his photos, those photos. How, how do you confirm that it was Connor Stallions in the video? Because he said, he said if it was, he said the sign stealing guy, he's looking at him. So this is where I get confused on this story. Okay. Yeah. McElwain's comments. Hold on one second, Clayton. I'm just I, not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not being negative here. But McElwain will say, "Well, if it was that sign stealing guy, how he got the pass? Well, if you're that close to him and you knew who he was, then why not identify him by name? Or or, or how did you not talk to him when everyone's standing around on the sidelines before you get into game action?" And he's wearing your coaching clothes. That, that He's wearing everything somebody on the sideline should be wearing. Sunglasses at night. I, I just, I, you're, you're Connor Stallions. This is what I don't get, man. That CMU is claiming they, uh, wait, why was he on the sidelines? Okay, I, I, don't, I don't get that. Even when he says sign-stealing guy, okay, that means if you did know him, then you knew he was there, right? Yeah, so that is where it gets interesting because he's wearing the exact clothing. Somebody let him on the sidelines. Jim McElwain likely knows who he is because Connor Stallions volunteered at Michigan while Jim McElwain was the wide receivers coach um, with the program in 2019. So, you know, somebody knew on that staff that he was there, and I think that's what they're going to kind of figure out, how exactly he got there. Um, You know, if you're... And to me, when you look at this from a Michigan standpoint, I mean, yeah, this is a, an NCAA violation if that's him. And I, I do strongly believe that that is him. Based what, on what, 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 do you, what do you base it on that it's him? Okay, I'm, I'm being honest here because you know, everyone's showing pictures of this assistant. And if it was one of those assistants, McElwain just would have said, that's Bobby Johnson, right? And here, right. here's his photo. He didn't say it. And he didn't even refer to him by name and McElwain seemed really nervous talking about this, right? Right. That to me, that lends a little bit more credence than it is. And we, but we've we have heard, and really we heard for several days before that that he was on the sideline for this game. Um, maybe he's somebody else that was on the sideline, but the fact that um, it, it does look like him, uh, he's wearing somewhat of a disguise. It looks like allegedly, of course, got to kind of qualify it, but. Um, just from everything we've heard that it seems like he was, he was there and 
and you know that that's kind of where this goes. But it, it will be interesting to see what CMU comes out with. And you're right, he did. McElwain seemed a little bit nervous, and again, I think McElwain probably knows Connor Stallion, so um, it's it's kind of interesting at, at that point in why he was there um, and what he could really get from watching the game from the sideline and in person scouting. But regardless of that point, I, I think that if you know if he was there, that's that's a violation, even though it's quite minor, and as the NCAA has said, provides a a minimal competitive advantage. Those are their own words back in 2021. Yeah, the way he's standing close to McIlwain and other assistance coordinators, I don't know everybody who's on the sidelines for CMU football, but, and you know, also if it is him, okay, again, if all this that's out there is true, if it is him and everything else we've heard uh, the last 10 days or so, then if, if he did find an outfit to pretend to be a CMU coach, if he did get into Spartan Stadium under false pretenses, then this shows how brazen the guy is, how he, how he thought I could always get away with anything I wanted to do connected to this. And unfortunately, because he is on Harbaugh's staff, Harbaugh will pay the price, not quite the price of losing his job, but he will pay an NCAA price if all of this is proven to be true. Yeah, and I think, you know, they'll probably combine the two investigations, the minor recruiting stuff, and then um, this, and we could see them maybe tack on a game or something like that. I think that's that's way down the road um, in terms of a punishment for Jim Harbaugh. I, I will say from the Michigan standpoint, you look at this, I mean, it's hard to believe in my opinion and and most out there, uh, unless you're an Ohio state fan, it seems like on social media that Jim Harbaugh would have authorized something this reckless. Hey, go dress up as a CMU staffer and be on national television several times standing behind the head coach. I mean, at some point that was going to be found out. So it's hard to believe that he directed it, but you're right. I mean, he still has to take responsibility. There is that NCAA dialogue that the head coach assume some sort of responsibility for what goes on within his program. So that's going to be the issue. I think that Jim Harbaugh runs into uh, it with this, but when you look at it as a whole and how reckless Connor Stallions was, uh, it it seems like based on everything that's come out uh, again, it it, it kind of makes it seem more like he was that rogue lone wolf. Uh, And so far there hasn't been evidence that, that it wasn't his operation without, you know, with knowledge or without knowledge of the, the other coaches. So I think that's an important distinction to make as well. Well, and he's on the Michigan staff. End of the day, uh, with the new yeah. NCAA yep. bylaws, the head coach is responsible for everybody on his staff. There you go. And uh, I just, I, I've, if, if that is him, which again, if McElwain knows him, this is where it gets really strange, okay, you say it's him, others say it's not, whatever. If it is him, how would McElwain, who is a NCAA D1 head football coach, who can look at the video and say sign-stealing guy, how would he look at him and not say, who are you? Wait a minute, you can't be on the sidelines long before that game ever started. I don't get that. Or or any other, you know, those coaches travel with police who are standing on the sidelines. They have... You know, football managers, all this, they, you just let him stay there? Yeah, that's the part, too. Somebody let him in, right? And maybe it wasn't McIlwain. And, and maybe if you're McIlwain, to, to be a, you know, 
somewhat fair to him as well. I mean, there are a lot of people on a sideline. Again, I'm not saying that that he didn't know, but I think there's probably a chance. I mean, like you said, there are managers. If you want to bring in the ball boys, stuff like that. Um, there are different people on the sideline, maybe more so than during a controlled environment throughout the week, during practice, meetings, that sort of thing. If somebody was showing up in a meeting that you didn't know, obviously he would confront it. I, I just think it might be a little bit different on game day. Um, and he's focused on the team that that would just be my only, you know, devil's advocate to that. But you're right. Somebody at CMU let him in. Somebody at CMU gave him the clothes. Somebody at CMU let him stand there uh, because somebody would have kicked him out. I think at, at some point, if nobody there knew who he was and what he was doing. Well, how come it hasn't been confirmed? He was there then. If, if you say, you know, people, and I, I have people who say it isn't him that why hasn't anybody confirmed it was him? Yeah, I, counter argument would be why why haven't they confirmed it's somebody else? If it's someone on staff, exactly that's what that's what I'm saying. If it was, I'm 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 playing devil's advocate here. I'm on both sides. I'm not saying right. it couldn't have been Connor Stallions, but if it's not, then CMU, you're in the 24 hours, whatever in this story, 36, whatever it is. Where where is the no? That's Joe Johnson. I, it's it's crazy. Uh, you can follow this story in actual football games like Michigan Purdue Saturday or Michigan third in the first college football playoff rankings. And I hate to say it, but Ohio State deserved that number one ranking based on beating Penn State and winning at Notre Dame. That Notre Dame win is a great win. Notre Dame is a really solid football team. Clayton, appreciate your. Opinions, we'll talk soon. Thanks for having me. All right, Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com. You can follow everything connected to Michigan at TheWolverine.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. It's a happy Thanksgiving when you get everything you need in one stop at Meyer. Save big on fresh and frozen turkeys. And for all your favorite sides, Meyer's got you covered. Like fresh green beans, delicious pumpkin pies from our bakery, and your perfect pairing in our wine aisle. Get everything for easy prep, too, from crock pots to serveware and food storage. Find a great selection and all the same great deals whether you shop Meyer in-store or online. Make it a happy Thanksgiving in one easy stop at Meyer. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, they're an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and the Pistons are off to a good start. Fun team to watch again, and also game nights and game days are better when you're in on the action. 
So DraftKings has this huge offer where new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing just 5 bucks down on the Pistons or any team in the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start uh, this season off, and we're only a couple weeks in, uh, with an instant W. And with the DraftKings parlays, everybody gets a shot at even bigger basketball wins. So watching the Pistons is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers then can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another edition of True and Blue here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Each and every week in conjunction with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, we talk to the incredible men and women in law enforcement all across this state and what they're doing serving and protecting our cities, counties, and this state. And today I welcome in Chief Georgia Andres from the Nuevo Police Department. And she is standing by here on another edition of True and Blue. Welcome in, Chief. Thank you, sir. Uh, tell me about your calling on, on why you chose uh, the path to law enforcement. I always wanted to help people, even as a small child. And I was a volunteering type person. And so I always was active in things that mentored children and helped them like 4-H and equestrian team. And because of that need to help people, it drove me in a profession that was a serving profession. And police work always interested me since a young age. And so that's the reason I chose that route. You know, one thing that I came across in getting prepared for this interview today on the huge show across Michigan was your commitment to the police social work and that side of mental health, well-being, uh, dealing uh, with members of your community. Let's talk about that connection, because sometimes that can be misread uh, by the general public. Mm-hmm. But uh, talk about uh, mental health awareness and helping others through being a police officer. Okay. In rural Michigan is where Noego is located. And services for people with mental health conditions um, are hard to come by sometimes. And then people have to understand the different um, entities that can help them. And I found in 20 years of doing this profession that people had a hard, it wasn't that services weren't there for them. It's just they didn't know how to access those services. And repeatedly, I found myself helping, trying to help people that honestly needed a, a medical person or 
a even a house to live in because they're homeless. A lot of um, those type of issues, um, and then also like schizophrenia and suicidal persons, people dealing with depression, um, and the per- people that get called in rural Michigan and a lot of other police departments is, is of course the police because they're the ones that are on all the time. And we'd come to these uh, locations, and very quickly you realize you were not the right person for that person. They needed somebody that could help them in counseling. And little by little, um, we've seen that there was a movement for social work. Um, and so I had a, a female come to me who lived in our community. Uh, she actually worked for Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, and she had done a thesis on uh, police social workers. And there really wasn't any police social workers in rural Michigan. And so I listened to her thesis, and she actually did a very good job of showing me how this could be helpful to my community. Um, during um, her time here, she's been here about a year and a half, um, she's funded the Michigan uh, Health Endowment Fund, so she's been uh, actually free to our police department. But I see how having her here has helped on the repeated calls for people that honestly just need services, like I said earlier, for um, mental health issues and addiction, and she can help them get in the right, uh, to the right person, not the police officer. So she helps a lot with people getting into counseling and things like that, and it honestly has made a huge impact on the the people that would repeatedly call the police. Joining us on True and Blue, Chief George Andres from the Nuego Police Department uh, here on the west side of the state, just about 30 miles north of Grand Rapids, talking about the impact of their police social work program uh, in Nuego and those surrounding areas. I would think you mentioned a year and a half for that social worker uh, who's part of that grant, who's on your staff. Have you seen a drop not only in calls, but have you seen a drop in crime? Actually, we have, um, and a lot of times the the percentage that comes into the police department is the repeat calling to the police department for domestics, um, alcoholism, um, things like that. If they're dealt with through counseling and addiction services, we don't have those repeated calls. And so, yes, it's helped us immensely uh, reduce crime and reduce repeat repeat calls to the police department. Yeah, because I think the misnomer in the public eye was that they're going to send social workers to respond to... Uh, heated calls or a potential violent situation. What you're saying is that the people that the Nuevo Police Department come in contact with, they're then connected to the social worker or the social worker may come along. How does that work? Um, so she does like follow-up calls and she checks in with like, if we get a domestic call, a domestic assault or a suicidal person call, um, those types of things, or even um, sometimes a juvenile that's uh, incorrigible or truancy, um, she will do follow-up calls to them and she will help them with services that they provide, even like parenting classes um, for drug addiction. We She's definitely um, helped us understand Hope Not Handcuffs. And honestly, I was, um, I remember when I felt like a lot of people because I didn't understand what it meant, um, but it actually helps us give people services and it puts them in the right direction for help. And we go, please, Chief Georgia Andres joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Another edition of True and Blue. Before I let you go, uh, Georgia, uh, what is one thing you truly wish everyone knew about being in law enforcement? 
Um, I actually, the biggest thing for me is a quote that I learned long ago from Sir Robert Peel. And I know it's a little bit wordy, but what I want people to understand is the police are the public and the public are the police. The police being the only members of the public who are paid to give full-time attention to duties, which are incumbent on every citizen in the interest of community welfare and existence. I think sometimes communities, people forget that we are one of them and needed in a healthy society. Yeah, a a, a mentally healthy society leads to less threatening situations uh, for your citizens and also uh, for law enforcement officers. Well done, Georgia. Uh, Keep up the great work there in Nuego, okay? Thank you. It was nice talking with you. Yeah, back at you. Uh, Nuego Police Chief Georgia Andres joining us on another edition of True and Blue here on The Huge Show across Michigan, presented each and every week by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Big. Bad. Huge.